Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. And uh, this week we got our first guest with us. Technically we have multiple guests, but we have one primary guest who's on the mic right now. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Mike. Hey, Mike. I'm on the mic. Mike's on the mic tonight. Mike, what are your uh, what are your bona fides? What's your pedigree? Why don't you tell us why you're qualified to I'm be AKC here? I'm AKC registered. Okay. Uh, I'm a uh, Pomeranian. Okay, so you got papers? Yeah, I got papers. Yeah, AKC. Hell yeah! All right, yeah. word. Mike plays in uh, Mike plays in the band Inner Arma. You may have heard them. Uh, we've name dropped them on the show a couple times before. We also have uh, Trey and TJ from Inner Arma in the house. They're sitting in the background. And shout out to one Hugh F. Dalton for coming <laughs> up with the funds to bring us all the way to Richmond. That's right. Uh, to uh, host this uh, podcast. Hugh here. F. Dalton the third has flown us out with his. <laughs> you guys don't know how. Look, Fort Wayne does. Does Fort Wayne have an international airport? Is it real? Yeah, yeah, we do. It's, we it's have international. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's right. Shit. Okay. Yeah, we're the same size as Richmond. It's true. Population-wise. Um, so, yeah. So, this week we have our first guest. And uh, what, what a good guest it is. <laughs> um, if, you've, uh, if you've never listened to the show before, the premise is quite simple. We listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and uh, punk and hardcore adjacent music that people send in to us. We give our honest reaction to it. Not really a review show. We're not critics in a traditional sense. We don't really make value judgments about what we hear for the most part. We just like punk and hardcore. So, we listen to it and give it a, uh, an honest shake. And we hate a lot of it we love a lot of it if you get offended if we hate on your band uh don't be a weak bitch that's really the premise of the show <laughs> um we genuinely like punk and hardcore that's why we do this the honest goal is to get shit out to people so that people will hear stuff hopefully buy stuff uh ideally go see some shows so we have a positive uh, overall a positive approach wouldn't you agree i'd agree and just because we don't like what you're doing that doesn't mean we don't think other people should buy it unless it really fucking sucks yeah and it's the way the fucking world works. Because frankly, if everybody likes you, right. you're fucking up. You're, you're doing, doing something, something wrong. You're doing something wrong. So uh, the format for the show is that we have 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice. We usually <clears> get through five, six, seven bands. And that's really all there is to it. Uh, Nate, do you have any points of order that you would like to get out of the way before we start this week? No, I think, I think I'm good this week. We had a good time in, last night in Richmond. The uh, show was good. Yeah. Uh, bands were good. Central World was really good. You're gonna have to not look at me that much when you talk. Uh, because, see, I'm used to looking at yeah, you exactly. across the table. But yeah, now exactly. I have to look at Mike. Now you so Central look at World Mike. was really good. Right. They fucked up the cover at the end, which kind of surprised me. Uh-oh. I thought they would have had their shit straight. Yeah. Chubby and the Chubby and the gang was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it kind of sounded like shit. The bass player, the bass was turned up way too high, um, and uh, it sounded like at times they couldn't quite keep up with each other. Yeah. Um, but. All in all, it worked. It was it was still good. It was I liked still it a good. lot. And, and the Royal Hounds were really good as well. Royal Hounds were fucking I great. Think they were they were uh, obviously the uh, the sort of peak of the night. Yeah, I agree with that. This is also a nice little slice of life episode. I like when like podcasts will will do shit from the road because it allows me a glimpse into their life to sort of think like. Oh, these guys are in fucking Sri Lanka right now or whatever. That's cool. And it allows me to sort of project onto them. Like, I get to be in the room with them a little bit and get out of the, the, well, the mundane. Welcome to Colombo. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I get to be out of the, I get to escape the, like, the mundane doldrums yeah. of my day to day life. So we're kind of doing that service for the so listeners you, you today. You get to sit in a suburban homes kitchen. Yeah. yeah. In Richmond, uh, Virginia. With, oh, we're in strip mall hell right now. This is not even Richmond. Yeah. This we're is in Midlothian. Midlothian. That's right. Midlothian. It's got a, it's got a nice Elven, little, Elven little Hobbit Midlothian. night. Yeah. You know the name? Yep, yep. That's what I said. It's like uh, my, my roommate Sweet Dan told me recently that Midlothian is a Scottish name. Okay. 
Well, that a makes Scottish sense, place in Scotland called Midlothian. That's cool. That makes sense. That's yeah. why I pinned it to. Uh, and honestly, I've never heard punk or hardcore in my life, so this is going to be great. Yeah, that's now I know for a fact that's not oh, true. I believe uh, Midlothian is Native American for white person hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is it. That's correct. Yeah. That's confirmed. You're true. 13 miles outside of Richmond, Virginia. Native American as a language has one language. Yeah. Right. So it's because of course there is a single standard Native American language, and uh, everybody knows that. Right. I mean, um, there's 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 two Krogers within two miles here. Nice. There's two Bojangles within two miles. So yeah, this is hell. This yeah. is literally hell. Well, the, the the road out here is called Genital. Oh, uh, I mean Genital, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might as well be Genital. Um, yeah. you want to get into the queue? <laughs> oh, let's do it. All right, cool. Let's see what we got in the queue this week. So oh, first up, the coronavirus. <laughs> no, well, what are you what are you drinking? No, you got you got the Bush virus, baby. Yeah, no. This um, is beer, yeah. This is the first time we've had beer on the show because you know we are just, we are straight edge. Soldiers. Hey, look, there's no edge watch here. They're fun. Yeah, if you just got me. coronavirus, spread it around and take some lives. Oh, there we go, a little ambiance. <laughs> All right, so first up in the queue, we've got Phalanx with their release Golden Horde. This is an LA band who was described to me as sort of crusty metal influenced punk. Oh, that's exactly what we were listening to just by chance uh, when I tested the speaker out. Phalanx? Yes. Is that true? That is absolutely true. Oh, wow. What a thing. Um, then we have got Peace Talks with their tour tape. This is a Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pennsylvania punk band. <clears throat> um, then we have got Zorn with Hardcore Zorn. This is a Philadelphia band. I've seen this uh, I've seen this release floating around on my... Uh, I've seen this band. Have you seen this band? Yeah. Really? Somewhere. There were LPs at Vinyl Conflict today. Yeah. I've heard this band on YouTube. I don't think I've actually heard this band, but I have, uh, I've definitely seen the release floating around in my social media feeds. I just haven't gotten around to listening to it yet. How's your social media feed? Um, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Because it's checking all the time. <laughs> 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 then uh, we have got we've got Eye Flies with Tub of Lard. This is another Philadelphia band. Uh, members of Full of Hell, Backslider, other various Philadelphia area bands. Hey, Jake. Then we have got uh, <laughs> this is one of the better names of a band that we've had on the show. Period. It's Beef. 39x and the beef is b period e period e period f period okay, so it is an acronym. an acronym for something i'm not sure what this is yet another philadelphia band we get a shit ton of philadelphia bands submitted to this show mm. which i just think speaks to the fact that there's a shit ton of stuff going on in philadelphia at all times maybe or that's just the way it worked this week well we get a lot of stuff to in, into the show from philly like all the time yeah like okay. constantly Right. You just gonna take fine. you gonna take my you gonna take my I'll word, take for, it. word okay, for it. Okay, but when are they gonna get a hardcore band from the Yukon Territory? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. Good, thank God. Um, then we have got Dirt Merchant with Dirt Merchant Volume One from Indianapolis, Indiana. No, we're not listening to that. Oh, we're not because no. because it's because it's, it's a home state band. Yeah, no, this is, it just says Dirt. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, Mike has decided to veto Dirt Merchant. Sorry, guys, you're, you're out. Um, this is a, this is a new Indianapolis hardcore. No, it's band. fine. They can they can play. Oh, dude, thank you so much. Um, so this is like a, I'm God here. a new Indianapolis hardcore band. Um, I have not listened to this stuff yet. Indianapolis desperately needs hardcore bands, so hopefully this doesn't suck because we it desperately needs good hardcore bands specifically. Then we've got Combat Force with Never Stray. This is uh, slated to come out in the, at the beginning of March. It's a new new Youth Attack release. This was uh, recorded, I think it's a solo project from uh, James Trejo, who plays in Cadaver Dog, um, Life Support, The Consequence, and a bunch of other uh, Denver, Colorado bands. I think this is like oi-tinged hardcore stuff. 
Then we have got Violent Vicky with uh, Serotonin. It's a new track that's coming out on uh, Valentine's Day this year. It was described to me as having a rather eclectic range of influences. Everything from Skinny Puppy and Nine Inch Nails to PJ Harvey. Then we have got The Touchheads with Try to Get Some Sleep. This is a new release from... Uh, Boston, Massachusetts' own Touchheads. And again, we have not heard from them, so we, we don't ha- actually know if they're still around. We don't know if they're still a band. I liked this band. This I like the, I li- no, I like the name, Touchheads. The band's dope. The we've band is very before. good. Yeah, oh, we've had yeah. them on before. Touchheads. This is a return from last week. And then last up, we have With War from Portland, Oregon, with their release War Cry. And uh, yeah, this was sent in to, to me by somebody on Twitter.com. Okay. And that's what we got. Let's roll the dice, see what's up first. I got to get the dice. They're over in the bag. Okay, cool. Well... Go ahead. We, we don't velvet pouch. We don't. We don't have to pause. This <laughs> yeah. is like I said. This is a slice of life yes. episode. So you get you get you got ambient noise. You get some guests in the background. There we go. All right. The hell kind of dice are those? That's a D10. Oh Jesus. Those are the dice you get to play with if you play D and D. Oh. So what's up? Uh, that's a five. Okay. Drinking and driving, Four, huh? Five. All right. That's so. Right. <laughs> First up is Beef39X. The Bandcamp is beef39x.bandcamp.com. Huh. Wow. The uh, name of this release is also very good. It's Man Simulator 5. The artwork is fucking awesome. Um, if this doesn't sound like Stabbing Westward, I'm going to be really pissed. Well, the picture shows somebody <laughs> burning somebody's genitals with an aerosol can and a lighter. Yeah. Sure people does. laughing yep <laughs> yeah I mean, what else would you do right for, for sure right yeah so far this is looking good uh, it came out in uh it came out in may of last year it's looking schlong man there is an extremely vascular muscle man mm-hmm. on the picture on the cover of the tape there sure is all right so what do you want to listen to i don't know uh not the first track nope, that's that's bullshit that's 27 seconds long so why not just uh, go ahead and tackle the second track rabbit yeah it looks like it's fairly representative Hopefully it's gabber power violence that would be great that gabber power violence is that a is that a crossover genre that exists yet i don't know if we, well, <laughs> let's find out this is gonna be it then uh so we are gonna listen to rabbit by beef 39x off of their release man simulator 5 
right, that was the song Rabbit by the band Beef39X off of their release Man Simulator 5. Um, this is Amrep's fault, yeah. and this is Naked City's fault. <laughs> yeah. And they're no 3D House of Beef. I was going to go so back. So fuck them. I was going to go back a little further than that. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember what I was talking to you earlier about today at the pie shop? You, you mean the Charles Darwin thing? and Alfred, the Alfred, Alfred Wallace. Alfred Wallace thing? Yeah. So Alfred Russell Wallace, a contemporary of Charles Darwin, late in Darwin's life, came up with, he came up independently with the exact same theory of natural selection as Darwin, right? Right. Um, he's often not spoken of at the same tier as Darwin because he didn't get that shit published. Right. Anyway, he worked in Indonesia. He worked uh, in like Southern Asia. Mm-hmm. And he was basically like the Indiana Jones to... Um, you know, he was the Indiana Jones of basically science and, and biology at that time. Like, he lived that life. Right. He discovered a whole bunch of shit, and he had a whole bunch of exotic birds that he discovered. And he lamented that the birds were so beautiful that he uh, hopes that the Western world never discovers them. It would be best if no one from Western cultures and from Europe ever see these birds because they would immediately drive them extinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I feel about this. I feel that Captain Beefheart and the residents and things like that would have been best if left unheard by most people. Mm-hmm. Even more people than already don't listen to them. And certainly by these people. <laughs> I like weird stuff and I like deliberately weird and stupid stuff. But I like stuff with a little more effort to it than this. Mm-hmm. Um, this was bullshit. Okay. Mike, what about you? I think this is Naked City's fault. This is Amrap's fault. I think it's ridiculous. So I hate it. Okay, okay, fair <laughs> there, enough. There was a pall over the room. Like yeah. we were laughing, we yeah. were joking about things, private jokes between men. <laughs> 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 and when there was a, there was an air of mirth in the room, and then when that came on. <laughs> Everything just stopped. <laughs> right. Um so if you listen to last week's episode, you know that I mentioned Pop Tatari by Boredoms and that I mentioned that record specifically being one of my favorite records of all time. Yep. This actually sonically was pretty reminiscent of Pop Tatari era Boredoms, like wildly so to the point where I would actually be very surprised if they weren't influenced directly by Pop Tatari sure. and that era of Boredoms. So oh, this, they definitely love boredom. Sure. Yeah. So on paper, that <clears throat> should be something that I enjoy. But the thing about that is that half of the reason that I fuck with that kind of stuff, just like you mentioned, like the Residence and Captain Beefheart, is because that stuff is genuinely novel, right? right? It existed in a time and place where it was difficult for that stuff to exist because there was no scene for it. The internet didn't exist. It was unique. It was new. And that's part of its appeal was that it was pioneering it and was groundbreaking. Outsider in every it was dangerous. Exactly. Yeah. This, at this point, to make music that sounds like this, to copy a thing that was so singular and unique, just feels like a very hollow effort. And I appreciate the fact that the people making this music probably like cool stuff. They seem like they're having fun with it. That's cool. But I have absolutely no reason to ever listen to anything that sounds like this in no, the year twenty twenty. Just throw in the boredoms, exactly. Or, you know, whatever. Right, exactly. So, right. like, to me, this just—it sounds like the lamest 
panic attack you could ever have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just sitting there and you're like, oh man, all right, man, there's a thousand people screaming in my head, but they're screaming your grocery list. You know, like <laughs> fuck this. Yeah, I feel like, that, man. Yeah, sorry, beef, whatever you are. Beef. Oh, what thirty nine X? What does what yeah. is the beef acronym? Yeah, it doesn't even say. It doesn't say. So I like the air of mystery that they've produced yeah, around sure. their band. That's yeah. fine. That's cool. But yeah, like I said, I got I got It's like it stands for be everything everyone fool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that true? No. no. Oh, okay. Cool. Right on. <laughs> well, that was I mean I, I got to interject for a second because uh, you guys are very eloquent with your explanations of what you thought it sounded like. And to me, it sounded like these motherfuckers were kids who listened to fucking System of a Down. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle of their shit sandwich hamburger fucking lives, they fucking started listening to Spaz, and then, like, oh, but Spaz is shit compared to Flipper. So, to, to me, that's the the three things that it sounded like in a bad fucking way. So, what you're, say, so what you're, what you're saying is shit Flipper. Shit Flipper, System of a Down. Right. Yeah. All three of them playing at once. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for flipper of a down. Thanks for reminding us of the fucking Armenian genocide. You fucking heads, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's how TJ feels but about it. But how could it. you forget about the Armenian genocide? <laughs> Never forget. Right. <laughs> well, I'm I'm actually wearing an integrity shirt right now, exactly. so that's very fitting. Right. I am reminded every time I look in the mirror of the Armenian right. genocide, which is exactly what the Melnick brothers would want. So shout out to the Meldick Brothers and in Integrity for for keeping it live in our heads. Yeah, for casting <laughs> for for casting light on a very important historical event that is often overlooked and still to this day denied by far too many people. Indeed, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, on that note, let's go ahead and roll the dice and see what's up next. There was uh, varying degrees of concurrence that that was essentially bullshit. Ten. I think the people that made it concur it was bullshit. Yeah, well. probably <laughs> right. Ten. Ten. Okay. 10, we have uh, With War. It is withwar.bandcamp.com. The release is War Cry. It is uh, two songs. Both of them, this is a, uh, a vegan straight edge band, but I think more importantly, they would probably have us know. Uh, they are about uh, indigenous resistance, things of that nature. I think that's what the lyrical content consists of. Um, I believe the vocalist of this band is uh, of, of Chinook descent. Um, and I think a lot of their songs deal with that from what I'm aware of about this band. Uh, I know they're from Portland, Oregon, but beyond that, sort of basically what they present, I don't know anything about them. Uh, the, the XVX thing sort of lends me to believe that this is probably 90s inspired, you know, metallic hardcore shit. Typically when a band is vegan straight edge and they advertise that as part of their package or aesthetic, typically leans in that direction. Um... Do we just want to go ahead and listen to the song Liberation? It's only two songs. Might as well yeah, go there. Let's go with that one. All right, cool. So we are going to listen to Liberation by With War off of their release War Cry.
We just heard the song Liberation by the band With War off of their release War Cry. Okay. So, I am all for people writing real shit about, like, things they actually care about and things that are of consequence, right? Mm -hmm. I think I've brought it up many times on this show. There are a lot of things that are not of consequence. Sure. Your buddy stabbing you in your back is not of consequence. No. How difficult it is to be straight edge is not of consequence. And virtually anything that you worry about that happens on uh, your uh, uh, handheld leash mm-hmm. is not of consequence, right? Your, your, uh, your, your, uh, your, uh, your, your social media feed is not of consequence. Right. And there's loads of, you know, there's loads of things in this song that are of consequence and of, portent, of, of, of importance. But that said, this fucking sucked. Um, that sounded like my grandma <laughs> reading news articles to me over a junior high battle of the bands. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, I'm all for doing what you do, and I'm all for, like, you know, you know, fucking sticking up for your cause, and that's a, you know, indigenous rights is uh, certainly a cause worth sticking up for. Absolutely. Um, you know, environmental rights, certainly a cause worth sticking up for. Uh, so much so that I decided to live as a pauper and work in that field as a career right. for the rest of my life. Sure. Right? Uh, but that's no excuse for horrible music. Right. <laughs> that is that is 100% true. Um, yeah. I, that, I never want to hear that again. No. Um, that was barely hardcore. Well, it's barely. Let's let's go ahead and say it was barely music. It was barely coherent music. Yeah, I mean that was. So, for the record, I obviously second everything that you said. And I want to say that you know I don't know these folks. Obviously, mm-hmm. this could be like you know they're just getting into it. They're doing something cool. Get fucking better, right? Fucking a lot better. better. A lot better. A right? lot better. Right? Because um, uh, this is unlistenable. And you know at. I don't know why the decision was made to basically speak the lyrics over the music. Mm-hmm. And maybe she wasn't. Maybe that was all, all the more fucking oomph she had, you know, for the recording. Who knows? But I would suggest um, sacrificing 
sacrificing clarity and diction mm-hmm. for aggression. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I don't feel any need to beat around the bush with this. That was unlistenable garbage music. And uh, I don't say that with any sort of malice or ill intent, really. Uh, just the premise of this show is that we say what we honestly think. And that is some of the worst music that I've heard in a long time that's actually produced by adult people. Um, yeah, and that's the thing, right? The, the, these people don't appear to be 16 years old. They're not They're not 14. No, we had a band at my house play recently of like 15, 16-year-old kids, and it was markedly better than this. Um, I don't know how you would put this to tape and then in good conscience decide that it was fit for other human beings to hear. Not even your family, not your friends. God, least of all your family right, and, and friends. And this, Spare so, the ones you love first. And, and this is this is a perfect example of... Okay, so we were listening to a certain band on the way out here. Right. And I made the comment that when... They decided that the message was more important than the music, or at least equally as important than the music. That's when things started to go fucking sideways, and the music sucked. Right, sure. Right? I'm not saying that the message isn't important. It's certainly fucking important. But if it's more important to get the message out, focus on that, and just do away with the shitty music. Start a nonprofit. Yeah. But break up the band, for God's sake. (laughs) Mike, how'd you feel about this? It just reminded me of the... uh the 90s and getting a cassette tape of some hardcore band you listen to it and you're like man this sucks <laughs> <laughs> and you put it with your other tapes and you forgot about and it forgot for about it. 15 years and then one day 15 years later you're like man I forgot what this sounded like and you put it back in it's like oh wow okay and then you realize that like on Discogs it's worth a lot of money yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly you're right about that so you sell it <laughs> right I don't know I'm waiting to the message Musically, it sounded like a lot to be desired. It, it, like I said, it, the music was obviously of secondary concern, so just do away with it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, stop, stop performing under the pretense that the music even matters at all. Because yes, the message is a fucking laudable one, totally. But music, here's the thing, man. I'm gonna tell the younger hardcore listeners in our audience this. I'm going to let them know how it is. You're going to be sold, you're going to be sold the idea by a certain brand of, of, uh, of punk that hardcore isn't really about the music. It's about the message, man. It's about the community. It's about coming together to fucking change. You you trying to tell me a hundred demons is about the message? (laughs) (laughs) No. Because brother, you're wrong. That's right. A hundred demons is about beating the shit out of each other. Here's the thing. That's not true. At its best, hardcore can encapsulate something that does transcend uh, a simple musical experience. And certainly, merely by the fact that we are doing this podcast, it means something more to us than music means to a lot of people. So I won't deny that. But at the end of the day, the purpose of your band should be to make good music. That's what a fucking band is. That's the only actual purpose of a band. And that's the only actual thing I want to see at a show. I don't need to see anybody preaching to me. If you do so, that's fine. I'm not mad about it. But if your band sucks, stop being a fucking band or get better. That's all there is to it. Hardcore is indeed a space where other things can exist. Ideas, 
that's fucking dope. It's really rad that it exists outside of the uh, confines of pop music and allows us to have dialogues about things that are far more important. But if that dialogue is done over something that sounds this fucking bad, I don't even want to have the fucking conversation. Yo, yo, this is akin to like, think of the great orators, right? Think of the great important speeches, sure. right? Obviously, the first one that comes to mind is the I have a dream speech, right? Sure. But think of the great important speeches. Take your pick, right? Right. You can talk about... Um, you know, obviously I have a dream. You can talk about, you know, Churchill and we will fight and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The message is important, but this is like if Churchill gave that speech while throwing ropes into a fucking portage on. Right? Throwing ropes? Was he actually throwing literal ropes, or was he jerking off? I'll leave it to you. It's open for interpretation. Uh, well, you know, I, t- I think that was a powerful enough image and analogy that we can leave off on there. I don't have any desire to go on, go in any. Can I just harder. say a couple words? Sure. Yeah. TJ, All right, you can here's say my couple words. Like. Sure. Uh, Metallica. Uh-huh. And without talking about the lyrical content, which you guys have already covered in depth I feel like yeah uh, two Metallica records that came to mind were St. Anger and Lulu production wise St. <laughs> Anger snare drum very close yeah very close and yeah. riffs also yeah 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 uh, but as far as the vocal approach it's uh-huh. very much when Lou Reed sounded like a lost old man meandering into the jam space with, with young young whippersnappers playing <laughs> yeah. my first riff <laughs> And then just kind of uh, slur talking over them. It was very reminiscent. I, I actually forgot about that Lou Reed Metallica yeah, I, joint. Yeah. I, once again, never forget. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, that's probably their best album in easily 25 years. <laughs> Perhaps only overshadowed by the uh, Ja Rule Metallica. Oh, that, oh, you know that joint was hot. Dude, that was real hot. <laughs> that was real hot. But this, those were the first two things that came to mind. It was like As soon as it, it came on, I was like... These motherfuckers love Metallica. Any, anytime <laughs> that you're, talk. anytime that you're evoking late era Metallica, uh, you have made a misstep. Uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, like I said, I, I have no intention or desire to go in uh, any harder on with War. Like I said, I think we covered all our bases. A laudable message. Hey, Do- if you like it, you like it. Yeah, you like it, you like it. If yeah, you, you know what? Keep it up, but just get better. At I it. appreciate the message. You know, just. Get keep doing it. it. Get better at it. Yeah. Or 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 even don't. Or even don't keep doing it. Let's roll the dice to see what's <laughs> on next. Uh, six. All right. God, who the hell is six? Four, five, six. Okay, six is Combat Force with Never Stray. Okay, uh, this, so I saw this. This actually. I'm gonna say right out. This name sounds kind of sketchy. All right, so check does, this out. Yes, <laughs> yes. Combat Force does sound like a sketchy name. Yeah. We all know that your fucking phones listen to you all the time because you'll say something, right. and then an ad will pop up for something that you were fucking saying, uh-huh. right? While you were giving the fucking, you know, cue for this week, and you said Combat Force. Yeah. I swear to God, five seconds after you that, got a Godsmack video for the U.S. Army, didn't you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, 
That fucking record showed up on the front page of Bandcamp. No shit. Five seconds after you said Combat Force. That's deeply doesn't, disturbing. Doesn't Combat Force sound like the name of a band that would have tried to sue American History X for putting their shirt on in one of the scenes where, like, yeah. you know, they had a skinhead rally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tell you what, I yeah. am all about the Combat Force artwork. Yeah, it's dope. Um, it. it is, it is um, evocative of some of the sketchier punk rock that white people have made. In the eighties, but this is not made by a white person. Whoa, whoa. Like, you can't yeah. like like the the artwork, the artwork. If you actually, it, it kind of looks like a Templar's cover. It yeah, does it look does. like a Templar's yeah. cover, but because it's hand drawn and it, it it evokes something else. Right. It's one of those records where you see it, and you're like, man, that record looks cool, but you know it's white. Man, people. I really love King Arthur. <laughs> God and, and, damn it! I am a punk, and I love King Arthur like, so much. You see the you see the record with like. The Viking Berserker with the fucking Rosicrucian cross yeah. shield for some goddamn reason. You're like, man, that looks cool as shit, but you know it's oh, that's like that's like the Scottish like Griffin on there yeah. too, or what's yeah. going on here? But you said this is this is this uh, is made by James Trejo, James Trejo of Cadaver of Dog. Cadaver Dog, yep. dude, consistently puts out good stuff. Always and aesthetically. Oh, it's it's, it's mixed and mastered by your favorite guy, Willie Kelly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so so. He consistently puts out good stuff and aesthetically always like toes a fucking aggressive kind of questionable line. For sure. Which I'm way into. Super, super into. So there's only two tracks from the uh, release up for uh, th- th- that are available to listen to right now. I think this is a seven inch. Like I said, Youth Attack is putting it out. Comes out on March 3rd. So uh, mark that on your calendars, folks, because since it's a Youth Attack release, I am sure, and it's, it's a James Trejo release, I'm sure that it will sell out pretty much immediately. And I'm pretty sure this was supposed to go up way back in December because I was keeping an eye on it, and then it didn't. Or October. Okay. Fucking October. Word. And then it didn't, and it keeps getting pushed back so let's just go ahead and listen to the first track that's available on here useless generation okay uh so we are going to hear useless generation by combat force off of their seven inch never stray That was the song Useless Generation by Combat Force off of their release Never Stray. Yeah, of course I like that. Sure. Right? Aggressive, mid-paced, oi-influenced, rock and roll, hardcore. Yeah. What's not to like? We've said it time and time again. <laughs> hardcore hardcore based in the roots of rock is the best version of it. Sure. Um, yeah. I got no problems with that. I like the, I like the imagery. 
Um, I like the delivery. I'm going to try to pick that record up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's not the best I've heard, but I'm going to try to pick it up because I like it. Right, for sure. We got a, we got a cat. We got a cat keeping us. A deaf cat with too. a very loud meow. Yeah, that's right. Like I said, this is a slice. Yeah, his of- name is Izzy. He's yep. the tightest. He was named after the uh, Izzy Stradlin from Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay. okay. No, I'm just kidding. He was not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I obviously like that too. If you uh, if you listen to the podcast, you could probably have expected while hearing that that Nate and I would enjoy this. As you know, again, I second everything that Nate said. It is oi influenced, hardcore, simple, bare bones. If you like that approach, this is about as uh, it's about as proficient as it gets. You know what I mean? If you like that sort of like basic oi inspired hardcore approach. This, uh, this hit all the notes that you'd want it to. It was nice and mid-tempo, driving, short song length, good little uh, side-to-side mosh part at the end. Dude is clearly pissed about his uh, contemporaries or the generation just under him being useless fools. It's well, he- if it's the generation just under him... Is this a Who cover? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is literally talking about children. And children are useless fools. Right, that is true. And yes. they are weak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and easily distracted. Yeah. And generally speaking, have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. So, in that regards, that song is entirely accurate. Yeah. Well, the, well, the cutoff for uh, so Zoomers are at this point getting into adulthood, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, I don't know how old James Zoomers sounds like a sure. party drug. It does. It's yeah. a it's a bummer. Like I'm gonna go to the raid tonight and take Zoomers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or, or 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 it sounds like a generation from the Jetsons. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Where they they, yeah. they, they, they have their little zoomer shoes mm-hmm. on and they zoom around everywhere. Yeah. And piss everyone off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I'm saying is like you know, every generation sucks, people suck. For sure. Right. Right, yeah. I don't know that this... This music sounds like dumb music made by smart people. Yeah. It's like the kid in high school, it's like, you know what? I hate everyone here, so I'm going to put my head down on the desk and sleep for the next four years. Right. And I'm still going to be a freshman. Sure. That's this. Yeah. I <laughs> okay. feel that. I, do, yeah. I totally feel that. And, it, it's and like, I like it. It's, it's... But it's like, it's definitely like, you can tell these are smart people. They're just creating dumb music. It's right. caveman, it's caveman yeah. sentiment. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure, and 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 I'm okay with there's that. There's college education in this band. There's, don't don't tell me there's not. <laughs> Yo, but it sounds like there's not. Right, they're, right. They're, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah actually, one of the lines uh, delivered by the vocalist of the Royal Hounds last night was, uh, "If you went to college, fuck you. Don't talk to me. I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about you. Right. That's it. Right. Well, all right, cool. Uh, yeah. I guess I didn't want to be a fucking idiot meathead my whole fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but I think that's a... Hey, nice biology degree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's an, apt, it's an apt summary, though. Sure. You know what I mean? Dumb music made by smart people. Yeah. I think actually a lot of the best hardcore is dumb music made by smart people. Yeah, Because a lot of the time, hard, a lot of the time dumb music made by dumb people ends up being beat down, which uh, yeah. almost no respectable adult enjoys. Yeah, and, and, and honestly... <laughs> the intent of hardcore is to be brutish and fucking dumb. Right, exactly. Right, that's that's when like it's best is when it, its delivery is brutish. Right, exactly. Yeah, no one sits around and listens to Iceburn anymore. You yeah, know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. Smart hardcore made by smart people. Nah, I'm I'm oh, good. Excuse me, Iceburn Collective. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about all the uh, the woodwind instruments or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the clarinets. Yeah, I forgot did, about that. Shit. Wait, did Sorry. Iceburn become a collective? I I think I've seen yeah. that before. Yeah. Sorry, I know these guys are from Indiana, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I think I think 
that's all that there can really be said about this. This is like meathead hardcore in the way that we like, not in the way that deeply offends our sensibilities, not with really, really bad slam parts that you lifted out of a cephalotripsy song, but don't have the balls to actually commit to wearing the sweatpants and the puffy vest every day. This is meathead hardcore in the sense that it's just caveman riffs, good shit, driving, minute and a half long. That's the best thing that's been on. Yeah, oh, so by, far. Yeah, so I like that within the first three bars, I could hear that one of the guitars was like pretty wretchedly out of tune. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But they just kept going, and the guitar tone was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it just like, yeah. Super into it. Was fucking I, I really right like, on. I like this feature. I like TJ coming across the room spitting a little bit of knowledge in the mic real quick and then retreating back yeah. into the yeah, seat. Yeah, I, I, again, I'll say something that'll incriminate myself and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want Inner Armament to continue on for at least another six months. <laughs> so. so yeah, that was sick. I would say that I would pick up a copy of it, but like I'll probably be doing something when it drops and then I'll miss it and I might be able to find it one inflated in, in I'll, I'll try, price I'll, on Discogs. I'll see what I can do. See, yes, if I'll you're, keep an eye on keep, it. Keep an eye um, on it and if you pick up, pick I mean, up I, an extra I one like for me. I like a lot of the stuff you detect puts out. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's same. just City Hunters. It's just yeah, yeah, and, and, and that is I mean, another one of James a couple of those LPs. Well, yeah, City shit. Hunter is another one of James Trejo's projects. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And, and I also want to say, shout out to the fucking art because it allows me to look like a racist skinhead without being a racist skinhead. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of looks Every, like a Templar's cover er, er, Everyone's dream. Yeah. Everyone's greatest right. dream. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, let's go ahead and roll the dice see what's up next. That was actually, not only was it the best thing we've heard tonight, it's actually the only good thing we've heard tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing. We, I will yeah. say it's the only thing we've heard tonight. Yeah. Real talk. Uh, two. <laughs> All right. Two is Peace Talks. It is uh, Peace Talks, pgh.bandcamp.com. This is a Pittsburgh punk band. Uh-oh. This is a four-song tour tape that came out uh, like a couple weeks ago, January 16th, 2020. Um, all the song links are pretty much the same. They're all around a minute and a half long. I see no reason not to just go ahead and start off with the opening track, Vanity. You down with that? Sure. All right, cool. So we're going to listen to Vanity by Peace Talks off of their tour tape.
All right, that was the song Vanity by the band Peace Talks off of their tour tape. So that was generic hardcore of the best kind. Sure. Um, generic, not in any sort of like negative way. It is hardcore. When I think of hardcore, that's what I think of is music like that. Sure. That we, we did a whole episode on like dollar bin bangers and we were talking about Social Circle while that was playing mm-hmm. and just like No Way Records in general. Yep. Um, and that was very reminiscent of that sort of stuff with maybe a little bit of like in theme and perhaps aesthetic like Tribal War or some Anarcho stuff thrown in. Sure. Um, and yeah, I like that. That shit is endlessly fun to see live. I'm not going to say that I'm going to remember it right. per se because it doesn't like stand out um, apart from a lot of other bands that sound like that. But whenever I hear it, I'm always happy to hear music like that. And I'm always happy to see bands that sound like that. And I'd pick that tape up if I saw him live. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. I mean, this is like, this could easily fit in a particular era of the No Way Records roster or Sorry State or any number of those labels that were doing stuff around this or like this around uh, the mid to late aughts. Really good stuff. As Nate said, it doesn't necessarily stand out, but it's just a form that we've discussed many, many times on the show. We both really like and we're never mad when we hear it. It's like, it's like Motown, right? Like most Motown sounds essentially the same. It was created by a core group of people Mm -hmm. but the sound is so good that I'm down to hear that same song over and over again sure every Sam Cooke song is the same fucking song but the song is so good that I'm down with it and sometimes I get riffs from Sam Cooke songs mixed up in my head right you know what I'm saying it's like every song on the last Black Flag album yes except (laughs) except except those songs are very very bad those songs are very bad but they are ubiquitously impenetrably similar. Yeah, that is true. And so a lot of punk and hardcore that falls into this world, same deal, right? Like, yes, it all sounds kind of the same. It all becomes a mishmash in my memory. But that format is so good that when I hear it, I'm never mad. Right, you hear the toms, you hear the the guitar breakdown, and then the pick slide into, like, the outro. Yeah. You never get tired of hearing that. Right. You know why? Because it doesn't stick around long enough for you to get tired of hearing. Right, it's in and out in less than a minute and a half. Right. If you do something... there are a few things that you can do in a minute and a half that are really going to upset me because you don't stick around long enough to make me mad. But especially when you're just doing bare bones, rock and roll influenced hardcore like this. It's no frills. Exactly. Exactly. And it's totally fine. Right. Right. And if I saw it live, I'd probably be into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That being said, Social Circle fucking rules. Yeah, Social Circle is really great. God damn. Undercredited. Undercredited. Under listened to. Underappreciated. Yep. I mean, like, yeah, like I like I said, we did, like, a whole fucking Patreon episode about dollar bin bangers, and we had, you know, fucking government warning, I brought a social circle release, all don't, that kind of don't stuff. Don't you say that government warning is dollar bin. Well, they're, they're a million they're, dollars to me, Greg. They're, they, I, I will say the government warning, uh, some government warning records go for a little bit more, but you can still find them pretty fucking cheap. <laughs> <laughs> this is, hey, man, this is not too far from Richmond, so you shut your fucking mouth. I uh, cannot. I'm just kidding. Vinyl Conflict's full of all those. Yeah, it is. Totally is. I think I saw a ton of them today. I cannot wait to edit the levels on this episode and the different <laughs> the, the difference between when you get right up on the yeah, fucking no, mic. No, no. I'm sorry. Also, one of my ex girlfriends just texted me that had my number blocked until right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that's an interesting development that just occurred in the middle of this podcast. So we're just gonna, well, so we're just gonna see how this plays out yeah, during the course of this episode. <laughs> no, I'm, I don't know what there is. Let's, to unpack let's unpack yet. the bag. I'm hope, hopefully somebody's not dying because that to me seems like the only reason that she might reach out to me. So we'll see I don't how it goes. I think that that's the most exciting reason that she might reach out. To me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like. 
Hey, look. What gifts I, does the universe bring tonight? Look, look. I heard you wanted your David Bowie shirt back. Fine, motherfucker. Um, let's uh, roll the dice. See what's up next. And hopefully it's me. You guys are hopefully crazy. it's me getting my T Rex shirt back. That's a four. All right. Four is Dirt Merchant from Indianapolis. The Bandcamp is dirtmerchant317.bandcamp.com. The release is Dirt Merchant Volume One. I believe there was a band from Philly called Dirt Merchant. It's possible. There are multiple. I'm sure there are multiple. Uh, you would think that there's a dirt merchant from Richmond. Yeah. I'm, was there? I'm yeah. looking at their band camp right now. Walter, from, the steel player in my country band, is in Dirt Merchant. Oh, Damn, okay. So they're, they are a current band. Yeah. Okay, right No, on. no, no, no. Are they still playing? Because their last release in the band camp was 2015. Hey, man, sometimes it takes a long time. But that doesn't <laughs> <laughs> So let's see. There are a bunch of them. Uh, the their Bandcamp description is it's. I can't like, believe someone would try to sell dirt. I know that's crazy. Um, I think it's just a turn of phrase. <laughs> uh, hey man, I have a education that's worthless. So I don't know what that means. Uh, their their band description on here is it's like Comeback Kid if their tour bus crashed and they never fully recovered. Wow. So bad? I'm going to hate this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know this right now. Just just play the damn thing. So uh, one of them has uh, KC from Kiddo in it. Right, which is the best Indianapolis hardcore band out right now. One of my favorite Indiana. Kiddo? Hard- yeah. Kiddo is really, really fucking they are really good. good. Really yeah? good. Yes, very good. Okay. Super awesome fucking mid-tempo, stompy caveman hardcore. It's okay. really, really good. Uh, so let's listen to that song because I really like KC's vocals. Like, like and, Comeback Kiddo? Is that what's yeah, going com- on here? Yeah, this is the Comeback Kiddo. Okay. So we're going to listen to Vape Life. With a Y. With a wife featuring KC All right, all right. they might be redeeming themselves. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're going to listen to Vape Life by Dirt Merchant off of their release, Dirt Merchant Volume 1. And I am going to uh, text my ex-girlfriend back during the break. <laughs>
All right, that was the song Vape Life by Dirt Merchant off of their release Dirt Merchant Volume 1. Um, I'm going to kick it off this time. Uh, first of all, a little update. I got a call from my ex-girlfriend. Um, it, was no- it, it, was, it was nothing cool. It was just about a mutual friend. I'm not getting any t-shirts back uh, or anything of that nature. But shout out to her. She's a sweet woman. And I hope that she's doing very well. Uh, I mostly just hope that she hears this because I'm still deeply in love with her. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So am I. (laughs) Um, Beyond that, though, Dirt Merchant, it's been about 10 minutes or so. 15 minutes. Maybe maybe 15. I've already forgotten. Yeah, I've already... The vocals were too loud. (laughs) Yeah, I know that. I've already forgotten almost what the song sounds like. And if it takes me a mere 10 to 15 minutes to forget what the song sounds like, well, let me just say this. It's not a good sign. It doesn't speak volumes about how sick the track was. No. Um, now that said, I've heard way worse shit, right? This wasn't, like, offensively bad. It was just normal bad. It sounded, um, well, it was way too clean, way too slick. Right. Um, it sounded like uh, maybe a scene from Scrubs, the TV show. <laughs> where Go on. Where... One of the leads from the scene, Scrubs, is having a bad day at the hospital, and it walks out, and as he walks out, they go right into a musical interlude where he sort of, like, vents about how shitty his day at the hospital was. Right. While he goes home and then, like, you know, basically ends his day, rather than, like, finally pulling the trigger and quitting or demanding a raise from his boss, he just goes home and sits on the couch, turns on the TV, and waits for the next day. Right. Um, it was inconsequential, and uh, I don't know any. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I don't know anybody in the band, but um, that sounded false. Okay, Mike. To me, it's like getting stung by a honeybee. It hurts for a second, but otherwise, it doesn't hurt. It just goes away. It just goes away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's like, yeah, that 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 affected me for fifteen seconds. Right, and that's it. Right. That's it. It didn't piss me off. It was too slick. I don't even quite remember because it has been a minute. We had to make a run. Right. For yeah. uh, delicious candy because yeah. my candy levels were low. I had to right. go check in with my <laughs> with my parole officer. Um, but yeah. uh, we're, I'm back. I don't quite remember the song, but I do remember that I didn't like it, and that uh, it just. Trey, tell me. It how you lacked the, 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 the the power. The the force and the rawness that I like in my hardcore. That is very true. This is the, we are about to experience our first appearance from Trey. <laughs> Sitting here all night, you have nice new dog. glasses. Just hello, hello, everyone. So that's the kind of song that I don't know why you write it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna no. be real, like I I just don't understand what's the motivation behind creating that. Right. Like there's. It's There's the message, a, there, asshole. I didn't hear any message. It, it, it was meandering and pretty mundane. Right. Uh, it was an anti-seatbelt manifesto. Like, I, I wish it was. <laughs> at least then it would have some substance. Yeah, because at this point, it's as ethereal as the vape clouds leaving their mouths. Like, it's gone. <laughs> right. I don't understand why it existed in the first place. And I forget. Right. The only thing that remains is the stench in the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably cotton candy. It's like Enya. Or 
something. <laughs> Comparing it to an episode of Scrubs, it's like describing it as a micro phallus that can't get hard. <laughs> That's the fucking weakest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. <laughs> God damn, that's insulting. You said it, not me. <laughs> so, as expected before we started recording this episode, this is definitely the most out-of-pocket episode yet. Sure. And uh, and that's not... You're even... in Midlothian, Virginia. That's right. A place you probably never thought you'd ever be to begin with. Right. Yeah. Right. That's true. I, I never are. even knew it existed, to yeah. be frank well, with me you. Me neither until about a year ago. Right. <laughs> uh, a, a Byzantine aggregation of suburbs and mini malls. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the most clinical way to put it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what was your name again? Oh, yeah. Dirt Merchant. I wasn't, I'm not even being a dick. I literally just had to open up the fucking window to see what you guys were called. Um... That, I thought I was being nice when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, better luck, better luck next time. This is this is not without this is not without some degree of proficiency. Not a lot, but there's some, right? There's certainly you certainly possess the ability to write better songs. I think you guys just need to hold yourselves to higher standards. Yeah, I think clearly the the people in the band are proficient with their instruments. The drummer was doing some stuff fills that existed and you know that's great uh but just do do i don't know do, do better. more do more and do, better. Ne- and better. do better and the next time instead of using pro tools use fisher price my first tape recorder yeah it would sound better <laughs> it would yeah if that was blown out i would yeah. have at least Yep. Yeah, it would it, it, it would sound it a little better than I was able to. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, exactly. So sorry, dirt merchant, um, but you know, like I said, better luck next time. It's not over for you. This is just uh, not the strongest beginning. But we'll give you one more fucking one shot. more fucking chance. If you suck next time, you're fucking blacklisted. <laughs> Yo, I don't know if you guys know this, but Nate is like six foot one hundred and eleven. Six foot one hundred eleven pounds. So don't. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a rail thin. He's on the edge he's, of death. He's very unhealthy. Yeah, he's a waif. Um. So we got uh we got time for one more one okay. more song one more one more band four. Okay. What is oh, four? I was hoping that we'd land on this because this is a fucking exclusive. Damn son, where'd you find oh, this? See, we're already kind of queued up. Uh huh. Like. Collectively, we're a little keyed up right now. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keyed up, what is... Well, no, like, we're going to give this as objective a listen as we can. Right, but there's a lot of energy flowing in the room right now. We're feeling good. We're feeling positive-ish. Right. Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, I'm feeling positive. More McDonald's is here. Yeah, so so I've I've yet to even say what this is. This is Violent Vicky with Serotonin. She is a performer from L.A. She sent over a, uh, a press release for this. Now, I will just go ahead and preface. Anytime we have received a press release from an official source for this show, it's usually arrived to us by channels that are less than organic. We often appear in the ranked, the, you know, the, uh, the upper 100 rankings for uh, music commentary podcasts, and I think maybe managers and PR people look through those and say, oh, this is a high-ranking podcast, so we'll just go ahead and send this out. Maybe not fully comprehending the nature of the show. 
So we've had some bad luck with uh, a few of the artists that have submitted well, stuff. They've had some well, bad they've luck. had some bad We've had some excellent luck. Right. Um, I will just go ahead and say, I honestly hope that this is a break from that routine. I hope that this rips. It was described to me as weirdo synthy stuff influenced by everything, like I said at the top of the episode, from Nine Inch Nails to Skinny Puppy to PJ Harvey. A very eclectic list of bands. Uh, Sun, right? One of these things is not like the other. In fact, in this situation, none of these things are like the other. I hate Sun. I, sun I feel very boring. I feel no type yeah. of way about Sun because oh, I, there's I nothing them. to feel. Yeah. Um, so we got a private link to an as-of-yet-unreleased track. It's coming out on Valentine's Day. So what a day! What and what a day! What yeah. a lame, stupid day! Yeah. Um, it's a great day. A so day. so we have you guys are gonna hear something that not many people have heard. I'm looking right here on the SoundCloud link that we were given. It's a private link. Only 41 plays. So we are the 42nd person on Earth Damn. to hear this. Confirmed 42nd person wow. <laughs> collectively. So on Earth. 42nd through 47th? Yeah, the 42nd yes. through 47th people That's on Earth right. to hear this. Wow, this is great. So we are going to listen to Serotonin by Violent Vicky.
Alright, we just heard the track Serotonin by Violent Vicky. Nate. These are not waters I swim in frequently. No. Musically. No, not really. I don't quite have the discerning ear for a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I will say that if this were on in the background of some place I was hanging out or some fucking show I was watching or something like that, it wouldn't distract me enough that I wanted it to stop. Okay. Um, there are a lot of elements in there of stuff that, well, is clearly mentioned in what the influences bring out, even like some droney stuff with Sun. Right. That are fine, that I like. Um, but like I said, this just didn't like force me to pay attention to it. Sure. It's not something that I would pay attention to um, beyond the context of this show. Right. Some points were made about the mix, the vocals were way up front. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to hear a bit more of the uh, the filth and, and the grime and the bass underneath it. Right. A lot more prominent. But we're also listening through a shitty speaker, so whatever. Right. right? I mean... Well, not super shitty. Not but super shitty. It could it's, be better. It's, it's a Bose. It's, it's a Bose product. It's a Bose product. But, uh, you know, it's not a $700 Bose product. Right. Fair enough. Um, but like I said, this is fine, I guess... I don't swim in these waters enough to like make a qualified judgment other than saying that as a hardcore dude that occasionally dabbles in stuff like this, I guess it's okay, mm-hmm. but it's not something that I actually give a shit about. Right. Mike, also make sure that you're, you know, you don't have to be right up on it, but that's a good spot. I can't believe this is what Cannibal Corpse sounds like. <laughs> yeah, they've really come a long way, yeah. haven't they? They've come from hammer smash face to feeling my face, but... Um, I generally like things like this. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little repetitive and boring, and I thought it was kind of just, eh. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the influences that are listed are definitely there. There's some also Bjork in it. Sure. But it just like doesn't really. So like it just meanders. It doesn't really do right. a whole lot, and it just kind of. I think that it, I think that at some point. Violent Vicky will be great. Possibly. But. I don't know. Like, there was. You're right. There wasn't any part that, like, just grabbed you. Yeah, you no. You know what I mean? It was just kind of just, like, it just kind of meandered along, and it was like, hey, it's a song. The song keeps going. And it's like, oh, okay. This is great. But it doesn't really do anything. No. I, I, like I said, it was fine. But, like, I, I don't. Also, it, why the fuck was this sent to you? Uh, like why was this even in your email? Oh, because we get we get weird stuff because yeah. because we're people the, don't know what they're yeah. because getting. we're okay. the, because we are the leading music podcast. Okay, so when so when I send you my next Gabber Jazz release, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah, so we'll we, we opened up with Gabber Power Violence, yeah, mm-hmm. which I called right immediately. So. Right. Yeah. And, and now we're gonna get some Gabber Jazz. Yeah, you're gonna get it. Trey, yeah. do you have some thoughts? It looks like you're chomping at the bit. You if if so, it's gonna be go called ahead. Miles Gabbis. <laughs> So, go ahead and move in. Move, Some move, kind move of, like, in front of the mic. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
Gabbers Brew. I was gonna say that. Before. That's good. Some kind of Gabbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this was fine, mm-hmm. uh, but define fine. You know, I think he said it in his tone. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> say it again. Like really, I just don't feel like anything happened. Right. And that's that's my main gripe with. Music. Music in general, <laughs> yes. Bands in general. Right. Uh, but but in particular, a lot of stuff that's like this is it's sort of purposefully drony and repetitive because I feel like this is the kind of thing that is supposed to be experienced while you're on MDMA in a club wearing whatever you wear to a club while doing MDMA. Yeah. yeah it's, not, it's not meant to be listened to in yeah, isolation and paid attention. I would be, love to wear MDMA. It's, be, yeah, it's meant can. to be listened to while watching Blade 3. Absolutely. I, I, dude, I was going to say this is yep. seriously Completely. something out of out of like a Blade movie. Yes. yes. I, I was envisioning blood pouring from the ceiling right. on eager participants. Right. Yep. And I'm sure they would have loved this. Mm-hmm. That but, would turn me but on. But sitting in a room Listening to this left a lot to or, be desired. Or what was that sure. movie, The Vampire Queen, starring Aaliyah? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mere moments Queen before of the she was Queen dashed of the to bits on right. the rocks. <laughs> Are you talking about a drink? Yeah. Right. Mere more mere moments before Aaliyah's final thoughts were scattered across the fucking earth. I don't know if that film was... I, I'm pretty sure that she died within moments of wrapping that film up. <laughs> within Are moments. you morbid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, I can't really add a whole lot to the analysis of this song that hasn't already been said. Yeah, it was a little bit meandering. Yes, the vocals were a bit high in the mix. Yes, it left a little bit to be desired in terms of offering up a dynamic listening experience uh, in which we're actually engaged by the music and not just sort of forced to submit under its iron will as it oppresses us for five and a half minutes because that's a long track length oh I, yeah this, that's a very industrial thing to say yeah well, yeah, well i'm a very industrial honestly, guy like five and a half minutes this was easy to just ride that out right this wasn't like fuck is this gonna be fucking done now right right exactly right. and this is like i said this is i i don't feel like this is meant to be given a hard listen to in isolation like right hmm, let's really dig into this track but and that's and so but what you, if you mixed it with isolation by joy division okay that would ruin the song isolation by yeah. joy division is what the, <laughs> is what would happen yes um so i'm gonna address something that's a lot more important okay here oh i can't wait is it um, the fact that no one remembers who Aaliyah was, the poor up-and-coming movie star and singer? who a- was Everyone remembers who I Aaliyah I remember is. exactly who Aaliyah was, because right. I cranked it to her so many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there, there was a girl in my high school named Kathleen Wormley. It's probably, it's probably not her last name anymore, but she looked just like Aaliyah, and I fucking... It's like, yo, girl, what is up with you? I'm trying to fucking holler at your fucking face. And she would not give me the fucking time of day. And she fucking wound up shacking up with the dorkiest dude in my fucking class. His name was Millard. I can't fucking remember his last name. He was name named right after now. Millard Fillmore. But I, I was like, you fucking chose Millard over me, you fucking fine ass bitch. And well, so. Um, she, too, Aaliyah. was also rended to bits in a fiery crash. 
I hope so. And Millard was a president. Uh, <laughs> that's my life. That's my fucking life. This might be the last episode of Demo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just watch uh, Anderson, Anderson Pack, uh, Tiny Desk. He explains it all right there. If I call you a bitch, it's because you're my bitch. But she's not your bitch. If someone else calls you a bitch, then it's a problem. <laughs> so you're saying what you just said is a yeah. problem. Yeah, I'm a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was going to address that is more important than the music is the moniker. Violent Vicky. There was no violence in that song. Well, not only is it a gross misnomer, it's also... A really, really bad name. Well, I'm going to tell you, it might actually be true to her persona. Mm-hmm. She might be an extremely violent person. She might be, yeah, possibly. The, and I just want to add again, the levels on this episode are going to be psychotic. There are four of us crowded <laughs> around a one microphone. Sometimes, because sometimes you get very quiet. Yeah. Sometimes you talk loudly yeah, I hear. I can't even figure the mic right out at the address. right where the he microphone no is, and yeah. then we often erupt into laughter. So this is probably going to be a hellish listening experience for some. Good, but you know what? Just dime the levels on everything. You know what? You <laughs> just wild stallion. It? Actually, this if, is the, if you could mix this like a revenge record. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Okay, it cool. would be great. I'm actually, actually, why don't you just post a revenge record instead of posting this? I'm actually, I'm actually going to put the, I'm, I'm going to put the yeah. last days of humanity snare behind yes. it. So the entire yes. episode is going to have. I love that snare so more than, more than my family. I had a very annoying roommate once who would bring girls over and then play acoustic guitar in his was room. Was his name for Last them. Days of Humanity? It was not. But I was my roommate. Less Days of Humanity. Less, or Less, less Dave of le, Humanity. Less, yeah. less Days of Humanity. It was his last oh, name. He's, he's less a, Days he's, of Humanity. He's a French. He's yeah. French. He's yeah. a French. Oh. Les, les, les Days Bonjour, of Humanity. Monsieur. Or as the French would say, some... Cancelled. <laughs> Why is there this eight second long bleep? And then, and then you can uh, like come back. And no, 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 no. I, I actually do have a real question. Okay. All right. I'll, You're gonna need to edit this. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm sorry for that brief break, but we are back now. TJ, you said you had a real question. So, what was the uh, podcast list that you guys, or you you said that you guys were on? Uh, that you think that's why Violent Vicky's management sent you. So we just we'll we chart in Apple Podcasts. Okay. So yeah. like you can see like the whatever was the top I don't know fifty or one hundred 
podcast in a particular category on a particular week. And we typically will end up in the top. Is this about like herpetology? Yeah, it's about herpetology. Okay. Yes. That's correct. Yes. No, we'll end up like often end up in like the top so 200 music commentary podcasts. So if there are like A&R people or publicists or whoever the fuck looking through top music podcasts that take submissions, they might find ours. In okay. which case, they send it to us thinking, oh, this is a good way for us to get exposure. Not knowing that they're actually Ugh. just going to be exposed to 700 people while they get, while they get, while they get roasted yeah. you know, by two grown men in a right. basement. Or in this case, five yeah. uh, in, a, in a nice, in a every, nice kitchen. Every single time it has happened, it has been um, an unsuspecting person laying down on train tracks and not <laughs> knowing what's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the only time that we've had hit the brakes and said, you know what? <laughs> just not worth it <laughs> and we we picked him up off the tracks and we said it's pretty good but uh who gives a shit we'll see you later yeah for sure um i would like to say i like i noted noted a moment ago um the, like the levels are going to be insane on this right uh it's definitely the the most out-of-pocket episode as i mentioned earlier well you did say <laughs> well well i was i was gonna edit that part out well you could bleep what i what i said out too okay i could or i could well, just can, can i just say something uh-huh i i i think it's uh respectable that you guys are are doing this uh-huh and like in a fucking world of motherfuckers being fake and being full of shit and everyone huffing each other's fucking dongs and that's probably going to be edited out too. No, no, that's You can't in. fucking say anything anymore. Right. And this is probably going to be the end of Inner Armor and that's fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm old. I don't like metal anymore. It's for fucking little kids. I like country music which is even way more fucked up. But... I, I Is it okay if I still like metal? Sometimes you can like whatever you want to. I don't fucking care. But it's for little kids. Yeah, you're a little. You're a child. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. But I, I, having only listened to one episode of you guys' podcast yeah. and then having participated, thank you, in a fucking second episode. This is the second episode that I've heard. I appreciate that you guys are being so fucking honest. And I feel like this sort of thing needs to happen more on the internet and in the world in general. And, you know, not everyone needs to be told, hey, you're doing a good job and everyone needs a fucking blue ribbon. Like sometimes you need to be fucking kicked in the back of the head a little bit. And straight up, if you hate the band that we're in, that's cool. I don't fucking care if you hate our no, fucking no, no. band. I'm not writing music to fucking satisfy anybody. We aren't writing music to fucking satisfy anybody. I'm okay with it. I don't care. I think it's fucking hilarious. Well, look, a kiss in the cheek can Give be me a, a lie, kiss. but a boot in the face is always honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good way to look at it. Um, that's, if, that's, if any, that's an old Indiana saying. <laughs> if, if anything, this episode... This episode is the most honest look into the cacophony that is our mind and is our peer group. That <laughs> is our close is peer group. Is this some group. collective conscious bullshit? No, I'm just saying that if people people are getting people are getting a version of us on the podcast that is somewhat curated and somewhat held back. This is tiptoeing right up to the line. <laughs> well, see, you know, we have said that hanging out with us uh, takes a certain ilk. Right. 
and it's always like we have an elk. We an elk, and we have to test it out. Is it okay if I come in? You mind if I sit down? You got to take it for a spin. Do you mind if I say <laughs> horrible things? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't. Okay. So, if anything, this is the this is the episode that'll weed them out. <laughs> I, who do you mean by them? I hope this I mean, is the I, episode that fucking sinks you guys because I I really do appreciate it. And well, you know what? We're gonna look at the Patreon after this, and if we lose some people, then we'll <laughs> then we'll know we cr- we didn't tiptoe up to the line. We just took one big goose step across it. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, I think that we will uh, skip our normal pleasantries at the end of the episode, and we'll just say. For this week, Demo Listen, signing out, Inner Arma, thanks for your participation, (laughs) and uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah.